Foreign exchange reserves in South Africa increased to an all-time high. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your pulse and everything business in Africa. I am Ritha Dong. For more, follow us on Twitter at the K Financial, and you can find me at Ritha Dong. Your main story is brought to you by INM Bank PLC, INM Bank Rwanda. We are on your side. Antoine Kajangwe, Director General of Trade and Investment at the Ministry of Trade and Industry in Rwanda, returns for another episode. This time, he breaks down how countries can leverage their competitive advantages when it comes to the Africa Continental Free Trade Area Agreement. Does AFTA represent the rethink of regional bodies like SADAC, ECOWAS and ESC and their role in fostering economic growth? If so, how? The AFCFTA does not require us to rethink regional bodies. Um, if anything, the regional bodies, regional economic communities, um, were structured as building blocks to the AFCFTA. If I can give a practical example, today when Rwanda negotiates uh, its tariff concessions or services commitments uh, and other provisions and protocols in the AFCFTA, it does it under the EAC. Uh, this is similar to ECOWAS, this is similar with SADAC, this is similar with ECAS and SEMAC and, and many of the other regional economic communities. And the AFCFTA was always structured to build on what had already been achieved by the RECs. Um, and, and this goes back to, to the formulation of Africa's economic integration agenda, which uh, is often cited as uh, having begun with the uh, Abuja uh, Treaty of 1991, which set out to say, let countries begin their economic integration at a regional level and then progressively move to something continental. Um, and, and this has been achieved to a great extent uh, and economic integration has been uh, strengthened because of the RECs. So the next step will then to be, how do you start to integrate the RECs into, uh, with each other uh, and ultimately within this broader AFCFTA agenda? Uh, and so they're very much reinforcing um, each other and there's there's a language within the AFCFTA that makes reference to this process of integration of regional uh, communities into the AFCFTA continental agenda. And how can countries best leverage their comparative trade advantages to reap the benefits from the Africa continental free trade area? The AFCFTA Secretariat and the African Union Commission uh, in early 2020 uh, requested countries to develop national implementation strategies that could be used to uh, support uh, member states in identifying how best they could take advantage of the AACFTA. Within these national implementation strategy, one of the critical aspects was to identify comparative advantaged products that every country could specialize in and where those potential products and services could be marketed across the region. As you can understand, uh, with an agreement that covers 55 countries, uh, that spans across Africa from the savannah to the um, desert to the West Coast and East Coast, um, every country has something unique uh, to offer in terms of goods and services that can be traded. And indeed, that's what makes the AFCFTA so impactful and that has the potential. Uh, but identifying what those comparatively advantaged products are 
uh, is the first step. And, and this is critical uh, to being able to reap the benefits of the AFCFTA. And so the national implementation strategies um, are uh, envisioned to provide this overview for countries uh, to allow them to strategize how well they can develop their local industries, um, their local markets, and then also support their private sector to start taking advantage of those uh, potential um, uh, sectors. The other very um, critical aspect for, for taking advantage of comparative advantage products is once these have been identified, it's then how do you support local industries uh, in your respective countries to, to, to essentially develop um, so that they can produce produce more of those of those products, improve the quality of those products, and ultimately start to trade those products across the continent, taking advantage of the market access that has been provided by the AFCFTA. And then finally, it's how do you comply uh, with the harmonized standards uh, that have been established under the AFCFTA? So these three things, if countries can uh, be able to um, develop them uh, through a national strategy that identifies the comparative advantage products that uh, puts in place mechanisms and incentives to support local industry. And finally, that also aligns and harmonizes with standards for those products, then countries can be able to uh, to take advantage of the AFCFTA and reap the benefits. Indeed, in Rwanda, we have um, finalized our national implementation strategy for the AFCFTA and we believe that in 2023 this should be uh, published uh, so that country um, uh, private sector in the country can be able to um, review it and, and, and begin to align uh, themselves with, with the broader uh, strategic objectives uh, but also putting in place the right incentives to support those industries in, in identified sectors uh, and services. And then how do we also continue to develop the capacity of the private sector to comply with standards uh, and, and, and other requirements to be able to trade? And, and I believe that countries can be able to put in place these specific measures, then uh, every country can find it can benefit from the AFCFTA in tangible means. A quick look at the other stories making it into the podcast. No rain fell last week in most of Ivory Coast's Cocos region for the second consecutive week raising fears of a prolonged dry spell which could weigh on the outlook of the April to September mid-crop. Ivory Coast, the world's top cocoa producer, is in its dry season which runs officially from mid-November to March. Farmers across the country said the intensity of the seasonal Hamilton dry wind which blows from Sahara Desert for a viable period between December and March can damage crops, has dropped in central regions and been mild in southern regions. If the lack of moisture persists until late January, beans could be of poor quality in February and March and very tight in Apple and May. Canadian company Iris Dell has announced its expansion into Kenya after winning a legal tussle against Safaricom. The expansion provides Iris Dell with a presence in Africa as it looks to expand its wide range of communication solutions to new emerging markets. Iris Dell chief executive 
Samir Bichet says the company will begin with wholesale services and expand product offerings in the coming month. The global telecom service provider's entry into the Kenyan market comes after a court battle with leading local telco Safaricom that had initially blocked the entry of the Canadian-owned firm. The telco will now offer internet-based calls through Safaricom's network after Communications and Multimedia Appeals Tribunal struck out a case where Safaricom sued to terminate a contract it had signed with Iristel Kenya Limited. Foreign exchange reserves in South Africa increased to an all-time high of 60.57 billion dollars in December of 2022 from 59.88 billion dollars in the previous month. The rise is mainly due to proceeds received from foreign borrowing amounts of 318 million dollars from the French Development Agency as well as increase in the US dollar gold price and valuation adjustments linked to the depreciation of the US dollar and asset price movements. These factors were partially offset by foreign exchange payments made on behalf of government. And a quick look at the markets. The Johannesburg Stock Exchange or Share Index surged nearly 2% to trade above the 78,480 level on Monday, the highest on record, mainly pushed up by tech stocks tracking Asia and Tessent, which influences the Johannesburg Stock Exchange via Naspers and Process after the Chinese government indicated it would end its crackdown on the domestic tech sector. Resource-linked shares and industrials were also advancing firmly amid optimism around the reopening of the world's second largest economy. At the same time, hopes of a less aggressive monetary policy stance by the Federal Reserve continued to support market sentiment. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K-Financial. If you have any suggestions or you just want to check out more stories, visit our website, that is thekfinancial.com. And don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at the K-Financial. And you can find me at With the Dome.